Hello and welcome back to another episode of 99 Problems But A Boss Ain't One, the podcast that tackles your freelance challenges one episode at a time. I'm one of your co-hosts, Katie Carlisle, and I run a freelance web design and training business, The Wheel Exists. My name's Michelle Pratt and I'm the owner of Dive Deeper Development, a coaching and training business. And it's our final episode of 2019 today. And so we thought that we would jump on the reflection bandwagon and take stock of how the year's gone for both of us. And we've talked on previous episodes, um, Michelle, about the importance of taking the time to look back and plan ahead and everything. So today we're gonna share our successes and our failures with everybody and hopefully give people some ideas for their own end of year reviews as well. But, and I know we've mentioned this so on other episodes, we're not going to go into it in too much detail, but Michelle, why is it important to take that time to reflect, especially when I know both of us are feeling really busy at the moment? Yeah, it's been a bit of a weird year and uh, usually I start to wind down, but this year it feels like every company is panicking about spending their L- spending their L&D budgets uh, before December, so I'm, snow- I'm snowed under, but it's still important to take time to reflect. Um, I always think back, Katie, to to when I was a manager, managing a team of people and being responsible for their personal development. Um, Every year, if you've ever worked for a corporate, and I think quite a few people have have worked for some kind of business where you get an appraisal, I, I would ask the team at the beginning of every year what they would wanted to have achieved by the end of the year, both personally and professionally. And then at the end of the year, we'd have an end of year review. And I know with if you've worked for an employer, this is often a tick box exercise. But what I'm talking about here is genuine reflection. So what did you want to achieve at the beginning of the year? How has that gone? Uh, did you achieve it? Did you come close to it? Did you overachieve in it? What you're happy about? What you're disappointed about? And actually, maybe your circumstances have changed throughout the years. So it's really important to take stock. And I think there's two things that that come up. One, yes, of course, if we were disappointed with something, we can fix it or we can uh, do better next time. But I also think, and and for me, this is the biggest one, Katie, with employees, but I think freelancers as well, is that we have learned so much and we have had so many successes. And when you run your own business, you grow so much, we take it for granted and we just don't spot our own successes. But this is what, these are the things that are making us good at what we do. And I think it's really important to give ourselves credit for those and recognise them because if we build on those things, that's what's going to make us successful going forward so I think it's great personally it's good practically for your business as well um now this is something that we we you can do this yourself and today we're going to do a workshop and we're going to share some of our personal examples of the kind of workshop we would do but Katie we've done this in a coaching capacity so let we'll we'll start with that so Katie what were your goals at the beginning of 2019 and uh yeah let's let's go from there yeah I think to be honest my um my primary goal for 2019 was to move to Anglesey because that's been something that's been kind of in the works for you know over two years now Uh, I mean well actually it's been in the works for over 18 years because um, when I was clearing out some of my old stuff before we moved house I found my old kind of um, high school yearbook that we'd done as sort of just an appropriate appropriate um, the kind of US style yearbook and one of the things that asked me was what were my goals for the future and it was to own a house by the seaside and so even my kind of school age self knew that that was one thing that I wanted so that's really been something that's been a priority for me this year, which kind of sounds like that's not like a business goal, but actually it it was because part of the reason I'm freelance is so that I can have the lifestyle I want and live where I want to live and have the flexibility to to be able to go out and enjoy the place where I'm living and everything. So so yeah, for me, that, that was kind of what almost took over a lot of my goals um, and, and a lot of my coaching sessions with you, Michelle, that I had were actually around managing that change and uh, and and kind of making sure that you know that that was working and that I was I had a plan for how I was going to deal with it and everything. Um, so that was that was one of my goals. And then another goal that I had um, from the start of the year was working more with my own natural rhythm like my circadian rhythm if you will so um 
well, you know, I'm, I I think I've mentioned before in the podcast, I am not a natural early riser. I'm much more of a night owl. And Michelle, I know you were talking about a book that you'd read about the um, the benefits of working within your natural natural sleep cycles and natural rhythms and the best times of day to do different bits of work. And I found that really interesting. And actually, for the first, probably the first four or five months of the year, I think I did manage that really well um, and it did really help. And I've started to just get back into it now and now everything's settled down. I think with the move, everything was a bit disrupted. Um, but that was one of my goals was to just actually to to change the way I work. So I was previously working very traditional kind of nine to five hours just because that was when my clients were around. And so that was easier to choose that. But then I was like, hang on, I'm freelance. I don't have to be constrained by this. And you know, I always say that to other people, but then I was doing it myself. And so one of my goals was to try and be a bit radical actually with the with how I was working, when I was working and see what happened. Um, Another of my goals was just to try and simplify everything. So this was in work and in life. Um, and so trying just to declutter, be more minimalist, just try and take a pared down approach to everything, um, not kind of do too much of any one thing. Um, so I've had kind of mixed success with that. Um, just trying to kind of yeah keep everything a bit more simple that's definitely something I want to continue to do next year um and then another thing was um I wanted to reconnect with social media which I've sort of done in fits and starts but I think definitely that's still the one that needs a bit of work um but a, a lot of people started off the year with a with a goal to kind of almost detox from social media whereas i found that actually i wanted to retox <laughs> no, i i Excellent. think i think it can i think it can be i think it can be a toxic place it, depending on how you use it and where you go and who you are like if you're a celebrity and you're just getting abuse all day then i can completely understand why you would want to distance yourself from that um I'm fortunate in that I haven't really ever experienced that negative side of social media. I've actually only ever kind of really gotten good from it. Um, and I really enjoy it, especially Twitter. I really enjoy it when I use it, but I've just kind of gotten out of the habit of using it. But whenever I do go back into it, I'm always like, ah, oh, it feels like coming home. It's so lovely. And I, it reminds me of why I really like it. And so I, I want to make more of an effort to actually go out there and engage and, you know, connect with my, my people as it were and, um, and, and do more. So that, that's something I'd like to, again, keep working on in terms of integrating that into my day a bit more, um, which I know, yeah, it's kind of the opposite to the trend, but you know, that's kind of how I roll anyway. Um, and then we, me and Michelle were looking back at, um, some, um, notes from a session that we did at the beginning of the year in preparation for talking about this stuff and I had I had a quest I, we did we did an exercise where we asked each other we asked questions and we said um like how how we asked questions and then we did the thing where you write your answer with your right hand or your dominant hand and then you write your answer with your non-dominant hand and so one of my questions to myself was how am I going to achieve these goals how am I going to achieve like the simplifying and the reconnecting with social media and everything and one of my answers that I'd written in capital letters was Gary. And I have no idea what that meant at all. Like, I know there's like Gary Vaynerchuk, but I don't really know that much about him. And I don't think it would have been about him. So I have no idea what Gary means. So Gary was one of my ways I was going to achieve my goals, but I have no idea what it means. Um, oh, but that's, that's okay though. And I think sometimes goals shift, don't they? Or, or, or thinking shifts. Yeah, I was going to say, what, what I liked about what you've done there, Kate, is, it, is that you've stated your goals, but I think you had, it coming across is you've got some really clear reasons why they were your goals or what you were going to get from those. So you can sort of hear the reasoning behind them. And I think that's really key as well, because sometimes when we set goals at the beginning of the year, you, you're doing your New Year's resolutions and you're aiming really high and you, you aim for what you think you ought to aim for. I think it's hard 
not to be influenced by others but i can i can hear some personal reasons through um some some of mine then for 2019 rather boringly and practically i did have an income target because i didn't earn as much as i wanted to last year for various reasons um but i had an income target for this year so i figured that i set um i wanted to i i do a lot of work for other people i wanted to create and develop my own products and that was a big goal that i had for this year that was something i really wanted to to focus on um i also wanted to make time more time for growing my network but actually not just growing it but i think actually leveraging and using the network that i have was something else i wanted to do and um i wanted to develop my marketing i didn't know for it not for a specific product but for just to sort of connect get a bit of connections really and get a bit of a following or an online connection as well um so yeah my own products was a big one for this year that i wanted to do i also had a personal one katie unlike you i didn't plan to move house house this year but something that i really wanted to achieve on a personal level was i wanted to um get help friends and family kind of not respect my time that's the wrong way I wanted to protect time for myself so our, our friends and family are very spread out all over the country and I think when you run your own business you've got to be mindful of your time more than ever and I wanted um to probably protect more time and not have me and my partner just going up and down the country visiting people I wanted people to come to us or just understand that we may not be able to make some of those visits this year and I think that was a huge personal goal and on a, on a personal developed one, I had a, a coaching course that I was, I'd signed up for. And my aim was to, to not just get the certificate, but to actually really, uh, really use that stuff, internalize it and, and improve my coaching as a result. So we expand my coaching in new directions. So they were my top ones for this year. So shall we do a little review, Katie, and uh, of, of what, of what we've done? Yeah, and let's do, um, let's do it. So what we're going to do is Katie and I, we won't do, normally this will take hours. We're not going to make a massive podcast. But what we're going to do is share some of the questions we would ask ourselves when we do this kind of review and actually live, well, sort of live on the podcast. We're going <laughs> to we're going to we're going to talk through some unedited. Of, yes. Uh, yeah, we're going to we're going to share some of our personal reflections of our year and basically show you the kind of things that we would discuss. And of course, if you do something different or something similar we would love to hear um because we're always looking to expand this and uh and share it with other freelancers so so question one then really um it was really we are going to go to the positives and i'm a big fan of 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 focusing on strengths but what we're going to do is start with the the things that we were disappointed about we're going to get those out of the way so katie anything you were disappointed about this year's and, and that can be something that didn't happen or something that did happen that you didn't want it to? Any any disappointments, professional or, or personal for you? Yeah, I think um, from a professional, I guess the professional and the personal kind of collide for this one a little bit. Um, for, for me, I really struggled for um, a, about four months of the year in the summer when we'd moved to Anglesey and we were in rental accommodation and it was a holiday cottage and it was perfectly nice, but it just wasn't the kind of place I would have chosen to live. And it made me realize how important to me having the right environment is and how, you know, being in the surroundings that kind of energize you. And we've talked about that before in previous podcasts of like, you know, if you're stuck in a rut, then change your surroundings and or find find a setup that works for you. Um, because it was temporary, I didn't want to spend too much time and energy trying to change it. And so I then found myself in this position where I was kind of stuck in this house and this and the situation where I just felt a bit out of control and I didn't really enjoy spending time in the house. And it reminded me that we weren't in the place that I actually wanted to live. And then coupled with that, we had a little bit of stress of selling our house. I mean, selling houses is stressful at the best of times, but when your house... Um, is in the town which makes national rolling headlines for three days in a row because it's about to be washed away by a broken dam. It just adds that little bit of extra danger to the house sale process. So the, our, our house was meant to be sold the week before the dam. It didn't happen. And so we thought it might all fall apart, fall apart, which would have meant we would have lost the house that we were buying in Anglesey. And we only had our rental accommodation for a few months. And 
um, the the mortgage we would have had to have repaid a lot more um, money to the mortgage company if we didn't buy within six months and all kinds of things that just made it very stressful my other half was away on holiday while this was happening so I was kind of on my own in this horrible house well horrible to me house really struggling and that really affected my work so so in general I, I kind of found that I wasn't able to just work I wasn't able to I didn't have the motivation or the it wasn't even motivation it was just I didn't have the capacity almost um, of the energy to do much work. And so I didn't do as much as I wanted to. And, um, and you know, I didn't have a specific income goal for the year. That's something actually I would like to go back to having for next year, because I do like having that as a target. Um, it keeps me a bit more accountable with where I'm up to as well, I think. Um, but yeah, I was disappointed basically at kind of, feeling like I lost out on on a bit of time and that I didn't do the, my work as well as I could have done. And I didn't necessarily handle that change as well as I expected to. I thought I'd just be so happy to be in Anglesey that everything would be delightful and amazing um, and everything would be really easy. And, I, and, and from a personal perspective, I loved being able to get in the water and go swimming and surfing and everything. But from a professional side of it, it I struggled. Um, and then when we moved house again, I think when we when we got finally did a when we finally did get access to our new house, which is amazing, um, and we're setting it up just how I like it, so that's really great. Uh, when we finally got access to that, I got ill and had a cold, and then we moved, and then I got an ear infection for like a month, and so I think. I found I felt like I feel like this year I haven't really done as much work as I've wanted to do and it's and because I kind of lost a lot of time compared to what I was expecting I feel like I'm sort of behind a bit which means that the stuff that I wanted to do that was more like professional development stuff more stuff to do with growing my business and everything else has been just left behind a little bit and I definitely that's something for next year that I definitely want to prioritize because I think it's really easy I think you know we talked in a previous episode um about working the difference between working in your business and on your business I think it was episode 14 that we talked about that and I think I've definitely been just focusing on just you know delivery to clients at the expense of growing my brand and thinking about my brand and I'm one of the things I'm thinking about is possibly rebranding slightly um and we, you know, I want to update my website, I want to work on side projects, and I've just felt like I haven't had the capacity. So that's, I think, probably the main thing that I was a bit disappointed in. And in terms of working with my own sort of natural rhythms, because I've been unwell and feeling like I haven't had the time, I've sort of been just having to work whenever I've been able to work, really. And so I've not been focusing on having the mornings for myself and then the afternoons and the evenings for client work which is how I work best um so yeah so that that's the main thing is just that I haven't really had the time to do as many side projects like I really want to do a train an online training course for Squarespace and I've got it all planned out but I haven't recorded it so things like that that are an investment now but will have a beneficial impact on my business in the future, I haven't had the capacity to do. So that's what I'm a bit disappointed. Yeah, and I, I think mine was similar, Katie, as well. So I said I wanted to develop uh, my own products more. And it's frustrating because I've had uh, some ideas for some products I can see that are needed now and no one else is really playing in that space, but I have real expertise in that space. And so now it's now's the time to do it for other people jump on the bandwagon and I'm in a better position, but other people will seize that opportunity and I will kick myself. Um, but, so that's the disappointment and frustration for me. Um, so I wanted to redo my website with those products on to grow those products to test them and I have made some inroads into doing that through, through through this year kind of by osmosis really but I, I for months since since the summer certainly uh, I've really wanted to do it and um, I never used to have the confidence but this year I've really developed the confidence and the network to do it I just just haven't done it and I think so that's the that's like you Katie that's stuff for the future that you need to invest in now I haven't done and 
normally I kick myself because I've procrastinated due to a lack of confidence or I haven't done it because I've just not got my act together or I don't practice what I preach but I mentioned before that I I didn't plan to move house this year but it is absolutely the right move I'm so happy it's the best thing I've done it's been great for work it's been great for on a personal level relationships whatever so it's a frustration but I think it's one of those where it was I've got I've got my priorities in order you know there's other stuff that I haven't done uh, and that's the disappointment for me there's clients that I wanted to do more work with that I haven't done and uh you know I wanted to do more fresh works invest in some more relationships redo the website all this kind of thing um and of course this podcast we wanted to do one a week um but we we haven't it's I think it's probably been more like one every two weeks if you average it out um over the year um but my reflection on that, Katie, is sometimes I sort of kick myself for things I haven't done and I take it as a, as a lesson to do things differently. I think the frustration for me this year is that all that stuff I wanted to have done, I think I, it's frustrating, but I've got my priorities in the right order. So the things that have taken up my time instead of doing the things that I wanted to do for the long term are the right things and I'm financially and personally and professionally better off for having done them so I think I've put first things first I think I've got things in the right order um it's it's yeah but it still remains a frustration that I that, that I haven't had time to do them so I think I've got to be mindful of that next year yeah I think you're right like if someone said to me choose between either moving to Anglesey or doing all your side projects and redoing your website I'd choose moving to Anglesey because although it's been a big strain and stress and everything to kind of get to this point, now we're in the new house and we've just had it decorated and it was very purple before. Um, And, you know, we're we're kind of getting it, yeah, like I say, getting it all set up so that it's a really lovely place to be. It's in a perfect location. hopefully nearly getting over my ear infection um that seems to have gone now um but i'm not allowed back in the water for a few weeks um but but you know it's kind of all it's all falling into place now for the end of the year which makes me feel really positive for january and so i think yeah like as much as i would have liked to have my cake and eat it and and being able to move to anglesey and do all the work i think i'm still really happy that we moved here and that was what i focused on yeah, and I've, I, I've got a happier wife, uh, and so her work life is better. <laughs> happy wife, happy life. She's healthier. Happy wife, happy life, absolutely. And she's got a good work-life balance and her fitness and everything is just where she wants it. But also for me, and, and you know what? It's interesting as well because um, we always said we were going to move to somewhere like this, and it's better than I imagined. I'm so much happier. And we were never going to get round to it. So this year, something kind of gave, and then we, we made a big decision, and that did throw a thing else right so goals do shift and I think sometimes we're very optimistic in January about what we want to achieve but actually we don't always think why or or other things come into play which are bigger and I think uh, do you know the other thing that's interesting on reflecting on that is the stuff I was putting in place to meet the needs that I I have as a as a human being and as as a as a as a business owner um I know I'm finding them redundant. So I, you know, fresh walks I did a lot more of last year because I wanted to be outdoors and do walking uh, as well as the networking. But I live in the Peak District now, so that need is kind of met, and I haven't really missed the fact that I don't get out walking uh, professionally as much. And you know, I I, I was blocking off my time to go to the gym or to do certain activities to meet needs I have just to to be in the outdoors or to things that make me feel healthy and happy and things that make me productive and I now now because I live where I live and because we've got the setup in our home that we have I don't have to go to all those steps that I was doing before so I don't have to go to coffee shops as much my home environment is a better place to work I don't have to spend as much money on co-working spaces although I still want to do that so um it's interesting, although t- time has been taking up in the diary, I think long term, I'll probably spend less money and take less time distracting myself or meeting those needs in other ways, because I've now got a home set up that allows me to do that. So that's a massive thing. And you, you wouldn't want to move house every time you, you need shift. But I do think doing it, you know, once every 10 years, just as your circumstances change, is probably an investment worth doing. So in previous years, I've, I've been, I have beat myself up and I've almost felt a bit tearful when I've looked back on some of the disappointments but this year it's it's frustration but I I'm happy that I'm in my right place if that makes sense 
Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I agree because I think actually for me, I mean, not this. It's, it's this last month where I've not been able to get in the water because of my it has made me realise how much actually living where I do and being able to to kind of go swimming and paddleboarding and surfing and everything how much that does affect my mood because I've been really grumpy the last months because I've not been able to go swimming um and so actually because yeah because I've got it now so that the like you say same with you Michelle I mean I lived in the Peak District one of my disappointments is that Michelle waited until I had moved out of the Peak District to move in literally she moved into her house the day after we'd hired the removal vans to move out of our house in the Peak I District. I wanted to be so, sure. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, uh, so so, so uh, but, but you know even then even though I was living in a, in a beautiful part of the country I am a, a person of the water, um, as our surfing instructor in Portugal said. Um, and so for me, I felt trapped there and, and, and I felt kind of really constrained by the hills and the fact that it was, you know, and, and actually I'm really glad that I didn't stay and rely on the reservoir because it's not there anymore. Um, so, so for me, being by the sea, even just being able to go and have a walk or like run around the block and I get to go and look at the sea is has a massively calming effect on me and so like you say Michelle it's kind of like a bit of a short-term sacrifice in terms of maybe like output in terms of work but in the long run I'm going to be much more productive because I'm going to be happier and healthier living where I do now like um when I've had my GP a sort of you know registration initial appointment you took my blood pressure and um and you know, asked me various questions and, you know, checked various things. And he was like, and, and I, I am, you know, I'm overweight, but he was like, you're really fit and healthy. And I was like, oh, I've, I've never really had that before. It's normally you go to the doctor, no, in the past, you know, I've been to the doctors and they've been like, oh, you need to be careful about your weight and everything. He was like, yeah, you are, you know, you are overweight, but you, you, you know, your pulse and your blood pressure and everything is that of somebody who is fit. And that's been the difference for me is that although I have, not lost as much weight as I've wanted my fitness has improved dramatically um and that's only going to be a good thing from for my you know future health and energy and everything else in terms of business stuff as well so yeah uh, yeah totally agree so, good. so that's what we do with the disappointments and that's why we do reflect on them it, it's painful and it, I think it's hard to do and it's been probably much harder for me to do in previous years when I felt a bit less secure about myself as a freelancer but definitely um it, it's worth reflecting try it's easy for me to say because I've, I've done this myself but don't beat yourself up about the disappointments it's not why we reflect on them just learn from them uh see if you can understand what drove them learn from them some of these things we just got to suck them up and accept because life happens but other things you know you might be disappointed with something but give yourself a break you did it for the right reason or you did it because that was the best you could do at the time so that's why we do the disappointments there's some valuable learning and reflection in there so let's go on to the positives then so Katie what were you proud of in 2019 tell us a little bit about what went really well and yeah what's uh, it, it, it you know and this can be things that this doesn't have to be successes or achievements or income this could just be personal growth it could be like the little victories just on a personal level but also it could be things that you stopped doing as well as much as what we added in yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, the first thing is I moved to Anglesey, yay! yay. <laughs> that was exciting. Um, so, yeah, I'm, you know, I, I finally made it after, you know, half half my life later, after my little kind of goals in high school, um, finally made it to, to live, own a house by the sea. Um, so, you know, although I have struggled, I am really proud of the fact that I did keep the business going through that time and I might have had to manage a bit of client expectation, but overall, I, you know, not kind of radically let anybody down or, or had to kind of um, give up a piece of work or anything. I have still managed to deliver at least the bare minimum of what I've needed to do. So I'm really pleased that I was able to do that. Um, I've actually earned more than I thought I had when I had a look the other day, I thought I'd have earned you know, half of what I earned last year. But actually it's not, it wasn't too bad. 
Um, it is a bit less, which I expected, but it wasn't as bad as I thought. So I'm, I'm proud that I've still managed to earn a reasonable amount this year, even though I feel like I've hardly worked, which is actually a bit of a lesson to me in that, you know, I, I probably can get away with working fewer hours and still earn enough if I'm kind of strategic about it. So that's one of the things I want to do next year is look at actually how many hours do I want to work a week and how much do I think I can earn on that and is that enough? And and just trying to find that balance, that sweet spot between spending time on other activities and side projects and things, um, but also bringing in enough income so that I'm not stressed about money, which I have been a bit this year. Um, so that's one of the things. Um, one of the things that I'm really happy about is when we first moved here, I uh, went along, there's like a business center in Anglesey called M-Spark. And it's like, um, it's a really, it's a really modern, amazing building. It's and got a load of kind of sustainability features. It's really cool. And it's basically um, offices and labs for local businesses, but they also have an open plan um, space that anybody can use in the main kind of lobby bit and there's a little cafe but they very specifically said oh you, know, you don't have to buy anything from the cafe it's just free for people you know, part of our funding is that the space is for local businesses to have as a space to work and meet and stuff so it's a fantastic space so I went to check it out and asked if they could show me around and I got chatting to the person there and she introduced me to somebody who runs the local kind of business support hub network um, and so I was chatting to her and talking about what I do and ended up um, uh, working with them to deliver some Squarespace training workshops to businesses in North Wales. So I've done two of those now. And so that was really, really good because I think, um, you know, I, I wasn't sure how I was gonna do training workshops, whether I was gonna go back to Manchester or try and run some locally, but because I don't have a network here as much yet, I knew I'd struggle to kind of get the word out. So it was so helpful to work with an organization that was kind of, um, you know, they were, they were crying out for somebody to come and help them with this. Like, you know, the courses, the, the course I did in Anglesey was sold out. Um, and so I'm doing two more in North Wales next year. I've met um, a really nice lady who came onto one of my courses who works for university so she's hoping I can go and do some workshops for students there so it's been really nice actually feeling like I'm part of the local community local business community in North Wales and you know had really positive feedback about the courses the stuff I changed like I had a really really short amount of time to do the course in um and so I always feel when I'm a bit constrained like that I always feel like oh I could have you know told them so much more and oh it felt a bit rushed and everything and but but I'm I'm really happy that I kind of made that connection and was proactive about trying to speak to that person and that I got to deliver these workshops because it reminded me how much I do I like doing virtual training but I love doing group workshops and so yeah I was really really happy to be doing that and that's kind of led to some other opportunities as well um, and that's just nice as well because that's with 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 web design stuff quite often you get people coming to you. And they want a website pretty much now, you know, or in the next couple of months. They, you don't get much notice for when people want a website. You get It's very unusual for someone to come to me and go, all right, okay, I'm just planning out my year. And in six months time, I'd like to book you in to do a website. And I'm going to like guarantee the payment for you now with a deposit or something, you know, like that does not happen. Like, you know, I get booked up maybe two months in advance, maximum. Whereas with workshops and training, like Michelle, obviously you'll know this, it does tend to get booked in in advance. And so then I've got that future income secured now, uh, you know, that I'm delivering those two extra workshops, obviously, you know, subject to them having enough people, but I've got those two workshops booked in. And so I, for next year, and so I know I've got that income coming in, which is it, nice, it takes that pressure off because that's been something I've always struggled with is how to plan my income ahead in any kind of concrete way beyond just, you know, a month or two at a time, because things change so quickly, you know, people, people will, will, will have a change of circumstances and all of a sudden they won't be able to do the work anymore. Even if we've had a conversation about it, it's really hard, you know, until someone's paid the deposit, that money isn't real basically. And so, um, 
it's been really nice to have that as a balance. And I've still got some training courses and workshops that I'm doing in partnership with another university that I've had a relationship with for years, but they keep asking me to do more for them, which is brilliant. It was really, you know, it's a really nice endorsement. And, you know, it's it's the, the, the sessions I've delivered that I've delivered every year, but then they're obviously pleased with what I'm doing. And so they're asking me to deliver more. Um, so that side of the business, which is something I really want to do even more of in terms of workshops and speaking and stuff, um, paid work is going really well. Um, so that's that's probably what I'm most proud of from a professional sense. Michelle, like you said, we haven't necessarily kept up with the podcasting, doing it every week. This this The recent gap in um, November was completely my fault. Yeah, well, um, these things happen, don't they? Yeah, but I am still really proud that we've got this. You know, we're 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 almost. In fact, we yeah we're we're like almost halfway to our um to our ninety nine problems, and I'm really proud that we've consistently done it because so many people start a podcast and do a few episodes and then it just peters out. So I'm really proud of us for keeping going and doing it, and it's been really nice the feedback that we've had from people, you know, where people have been recommending us and I, you know, we have a small but perfectly formed group of listeners out there. Um, so that's been, that's been really nice. And actually like, it's very therapeutic to record the podcast. Like I was, I was kind of, I'll be completely honest because I've got loads to, I'm going on holiday tomorrow. And so I had loads to do today and I was like, oh God, I've got to record the podcast. But then as soon as we started talking about it, I felt really energized and like doing this reflection stuff, I would not have made time to do it I don't think if we yeah. hadn't been recording this podcast so I'm really grateful for the time and space it gives me to actually reflect on stuff that I'm working on and get ideas from you Michelle as well so yeah I guess they're probably the main things what about yeah. you yeah it's same so I've got a real mix it was interesting to hear some of yours Katie because like you said they were ones you really set an intention for at the beginning of the year so it was really nice to, to to hear those come come about and what's really interesting again when you do set set your goals for the year and review them you start to see that things kind of just sort of happen even when you're not consciously concentrating on them but new things emerge related to that that you weren't even thinking of and um so a bit similar for me so yeah I do you know I've got loads Katie and and one of the things that I do is I keep a little log just on Evernote uh, of of just successes or things that I've learned or developed or grown throughout the year so this was probably a little bit easier for me and I've got a massive list as a result like literally I put bullet points in Evernote as I think about my 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 year I've got a reminder in my diary every month to to think about this stuff so I loads for me actually I've I've started working with some new training clients which has been brilliant this year um I've got to work on some exciting projects work with some really interesting clients and do some fantastic stuff so although I didn't get to do my uh some of my own products actually I've, I've really learned a lot grown a lot and did some great stuff this year so I'm really pleased that we've de- developed and, and I'm really valued by those clients as well and they're coming to me as as, as an expert or a go-to person for certain of their products or for some of their clients which is really nice I'm also really proud of my coaching this year in terms of income it's not the biggest part of my business but it's an area I really want to grow I've been coaching and training internationally this year without leaving the UK um, but I have coached people from all over the world this year so from South America from all over Europe um, Australia and just just so many different countries that we've I've worked with and of course that's great for coaching clients but it's great for me as well because I've learned a lot from the work that I've done and and just being exposed to different cultures um although I haven't developed got those products to market I have found a demand a specific audience who are quite uh, in need of and are really sold on uh one of the products I want to develop I want to do virtual train the trainer so I want to teach people how to deliver workshops online because this is something that I do and a lot of people do it really badly but I'm very trained in it and I'm very experienced in it and that's a product I want to get out there eventually I want to do it for freelancers who want to share their expertise online but uh, for now Ooh. I've I've actually got to pitch and sign do- me up yeah, run, I've run a training session for a group of uh, other freelancers actually in the HR um, in the HR uh, industry who really would value this as well. So um, I've actually got to yeah test that idea with people and run, run a little mini workshop on it. So I'm really pleased with that. So that does put me in good stead for next year and I'm proud of that as well. Um, 
I'm really proud of the results my coaching clients have got. Not only have I had more coaching clients this year, but the results they've had have been, I hate to sound really wanky, sorry, but life-changing. I think the quality of my coaching clients' lives have improved immeasurably because of work they've done off the back of the back of the coaching so that's not uh that's not all about me they have to do the work so that's all on them but I'm glad and uh, and it was a privilege to be part of that as well um I've got I've got loads Casey I won't bore you with them all but um do you know what relationships I've um I wanted to grow my network at the beginning of the year but what I've done this year is deepen key relationships and actually that's really borne fruit so I'm really pleased of the relationships I've uh, I've developed and some of the groups I've joined which have been a bit more focused in uh, in terms of where I want to be and a big goal I had for this year was to not find my niche I don't I I am one of my great strengths is that I have a very broad skill base or knowledge base um but I have definitely, definitely narrowed down the the areas where I'm strongest and the areas where I can give the most value for people. And I'm feeling much more confident in that as well. Um, I've got some, I've had some other uh, goals as well. Um, I'm really proud of some of the, the women's development program I've done and some of the design work I've done as well. But then some of my successes come outside the professional sphere. Um, sphere, sorry. Um, I... I I just other stuff, you know, like I've become a landlord this year or a landlady, depending on how gendered you want the term. <laughs> um, and that came as a result of moving house and that involved a major overhaul of my personal finances. And so I've been speaking to an IFA this year. I've dealt with, I've got a financial advisor. I spoke to a mortgage advisor. I got my pension sorted. I'm on the verge of getting a will sorted. Um, and Although that might not sound like it works directly to, to, to business, Katie, it's, it's, it's a bit like what you were saying. You know, you were saying like um, financially you've worked out you could be perhaps smarter with your time and your money without necessarily having to work every hour God sends to reach your income targets. And by taking a really creative look at my finances this year and really overhauling them and thinking what else, how do I make all this work for me? I, I'm financially in a better position. It, so it was a lot of lot of pain and lots of grown up stuff I really put off. But it, it, I'm really proud of myself for having sat down, done all that stuff um, as well. So that was good. And of course, I moved house too. Um, and I'm living in a much healthier and happier place as a result uh, of that. And then, of course, I mentioned, you know, making a note of this stuff every month and just to keep on top of all the things you're proud of professionally and personally. And the reason why that's really good is that you forget stuff that you did that was really good. So I wrote down in my little notes that obviously I did a paid talk for Ipsy this year about well-being for a freelancer with a bit of help of a recommendation from Katie. And um, I also was on the BBC this year as well. And little things like that you forget because they weren't your big goals. But like that that was really good for, for sort of connecting with people as well. Um I've got your session was awesome as well. Thank you very much. I got some really great feedback from that and I'm really pleased with it. And then in my personal life, as as well as my business stuff, I always like to think about the personal stuff too. And um, obviously volunteering is very important to me and uh, I, I've, I'm really pleased with the way my volunteering contribution has worked with a couple of charities that I volunteer my time with and I've really grown in that so I'm going to become a diversity role models facilitator and I've started that training off as well as just being a, a role model and I've done more mentor training for the Albert Kennedy Trust as well and deepened those relationships and I've seen great results from my mentees as well so I think it's always important to add those into your successes when you're looking at these things and then Katie this I've got a list of them but I'm going to round off with this one the very last thought that occurred to me as I was thinking about this is that um I did hit my income target uh, and I've exceeded it as well I've exceeded it already I think Woo. and we're not to April I go Christmas April to drinks April. are on you so yeah and that <laughs> was that was without even really thinking about it and that was kind of like the the add-on to my successes because I don't think that's the measure of my success it is a measure I run a business but it's it was really like the all the things are, that really make me shine that really make your sort of chest swell with pride income isn't really the, the the biggest but but it is it is there which is good so I thought that was worth mentioning as well so personally Definitely. professionally volunteering developing oh yeah and I did complete my coaching course by the way 
I passed. I got my certificate. Um, so, and I'm now doing the next level of qualification too. So, Katie, oh, with that's good. yeah, and it's, it's and it's important to celebrate these things as well, isn't it? And and what I really love about doing this is you end up writing down this massive list, you know, that can take over an A4 piece of paper or a bit of flip chart. And without taking stock to do these things, it's really easy to overlook them. But there's so much to be, so much more to be happy about and to celebrate than there is to than, than to be disappointed about. But I think the disappointments stick more. Yeah. And like, as you've been saying stuff, it's making me think of things as well. Like I forgot I put up my hourly rate quite considerably at the start of the year and people are paying it. You know, that's really cool. I was really scared that everyone would be like, uh, no. <laughs> um, but but yeah, people are paying it and and that's that's great because then that's kind of, you know, me me kind of putting myself out there and saying, yeah, like I value my time and like, you know, working more towards that being smarter financially and saying like, no, do you know what? Like my training is really good. I have overwhelmingly positive feedback from my training. And so I charge accordingly because I make your life easier. Like that that's a massive thing for me um so I think that's probably actually another thing for me is that yeah just like the the feedback I've had because I've been doing so much more training this year than in previous years like the one-to-one training especially um the feedback I've had from people like I had someone email me yesterday and she was just like yeah I could never have done this without the training from you and just stuff like that makes a massive difference so you're adding Um, value to people as well isn't it you win and they win yeah which is really good. Um, so yeah. So Katie, so yeah, definitely. I think like just talking to other people about it can help trigger you to think about what you've achieved. If you haven't been as organised as Michelle and been keeping notes all year round, which I definitely haven't, um, then then yeah, just even just talking through it with somebody can help remind you what you've done. Yeah, I would um, definitely recommend doing this with other freelancers or with a friend. You know take the same questions Kate and I have done you could see we've done this very briefly we'd normally do it more in depth but if you just ask yourself these questions and then talk them through with someone yeah you'll definitely get a lot out of that I think um Katie so it's just now here's a biggie out of all this stuff as as we've been talking this through what are some of the things that you think you've learned as a result so we know what we're disappointed about we know what we're really excited about what what have you learned what what have, uh, what are you going to keep doing what are you going to do differently? And also, what are your strengths? Where are your successes have come? And, what, and, and how are you going to build on those for this for the next year, do you think? Yeah, I think I've learned, and I think I pretty much learned this lesson every year, so I should probably actually internalise it, that, you know, I, I kind of expect the same of myself regardless of external circumstances and that that just isn't realistic. So, you know, I... I put this pressure on myself to be able to do the same amount of work in a month with good health and no house related moving tasks and no external pressures as I do when I'm you know on holiday or uh, you know if I've got a month where I'm ill or I'm moving house I, I expect the same amount from myself and that isn't fair on myself and it's not realistic so I think for me um I haven't worked out what how, what I'm going to do about it yet, but it's about next year making sure that I have realistic expectations for what I can achieve and maybe just putting in more space and pressure, less more more space and less pressure and more of a buffer is what I was going to say for what I'm going to do. And I mean, it's hard because I'm somebody, and I, and I know this about myself already, this isn't news to me. I'm someone who works very well with deadlines. And so allowing myself more time to do something just generally means I take longer to do it or I leave it to the last minute and do it the day before anyway. That's just how I work. And I don't mind that. I don't mind having that kind of pressure on myself to do it. And I sort of set myself fake deadlines sometimes to like, get ahead of the game and you know make sure I've got accountability with calls with clients to check in with progress and stuff so like I I manage it and I make it work for me so I just need to work out a way to do to kind of keep working in that way which I'm fine with but also have create some space and some time to allow for the fact that life gets in the way and we did a podcast about that as well and so I think just allowing myself a bit more of a buffer and having more days planned in maybe with other people like other freelancers that actually allow me to spend that time on the 
stuff that might otherwise slip through the net so like one of the things that I found really worked actually that I didn't mention before was um me and uh Michelle and Hugo one of our other um freelance pals we did a we had a, a kind of get it done day we called it um last month and so we all met up and went to a nice coffee shop in Manchester and we started off the day by saying what do we want to work on that you know it's something that we've been wanting to get done for a while what do we want to work on and you know keep how, how to kind of keep each other focused on that as we did it and I loved doing that day like I felt like I made so much progress on stuff that I'd been meaning to do for ages and so I'd want to do I'd like to do more stuff like that where you know you're setting aside setting aside time but in the company of other people to bounce ideas off and but that, that can also help you to stay focused um so that's what I want to keep doing stuff like that um and I think what I'm definitely realizing in terms of strengths is that it's the experience of working with me and how I approach topics and how I explain concepts is what my real strengths are. Like my my like knowledge of Squarespace is a strength, but how I talk about it and how I explain it and how I make sessions kind of fun and interesting. Cause I get so many people that come to me and say, uh, I'm just really not very good at technology and I'm just not sure I can do it. And then afterwards they're really energized and doing it themselves. And so I think kind of doing more around that would be good. So like more, like, I think, I guess I wanna find more ways to put myself out there with my approach to life, business, Squarespace, everything. Um, you know, like like someone, one of my clients emailed me the other day to say like, I really miss your newsletters. And I was just like, oh, that's amazing. Um, and so just, you know, communicating more through either social media or newsletters um, or doing kind of webinars or something. I don't know exactly what it looks like yet, but, but kind of like you were saying, Michelle, rather than necessarily growing a network, like leveraging your existing network and just making, focusing less, slightly less on the kind of client delivery and more on um, just, yeah, kind of showcasing my skills by talking about freelancing. I mean, one of the things I love doing is talking about freelancing on this podcast, um, but like talking about Squarespace stuff, I'd like to do that more, you know, I'd like to do the kind of mini videos on how to do stuff. Um, and I'd like to do more sharing about my own goals and development and talking about cool new tools that I've found and geeking out about stuff and just generally like just talking in my own way to people a bit more. So that's one thing I want to do more of is just kind of more, more speaking, but just more blogging, more, I don't like to say kind of content, but you know, just sharing sharing more sharing is caring yeah um and you are good at explaining things to people i think that's like you say that's a real strength and, and i think you get a lot of success from that so it's important to think about yeah where you're going to use that more going forward yeah exactly and just like my take on things and how, like how i tell stories like i did a session um also by the way can i just say like this this all feels very braggy like like that's kind um, of what like, we're doing though term, here. Like, hum, we're celebrating hum, the humble bragging um but that's the thing like like it, I, I, you know like if you're doing this as well like you know uh, you know uh, to our kind of listeners and everything like it's very our Britishness and imposter syndrome might kick in when you're trying to celebrate your successes and like you, you have to fight not to let it um so so when I did um I did a a session at a university to some students um talking about kind of um you, you know, you're using your own voice as a freelancer and developing your kind of brand as a freelancer, not necessarily focusing on the design side of it, but like what is a brand and, and, and you know, how to be yourself as a freelancer and stuff and just talking about that. And one of the people, one of the, my, like probably my best ever feedback that I've had just in terms of that it was different and I liked it. She was like, um, this was nothing like the the other YouTube videos I've watched on this subject. It was original and interesting. And I was just like, oh, that's amazing. Like, I just I just really liked 
how like you know she's obviously been someone that's been been trying to read you know trying to watch stuff and and trying to find people that are talking about similar subjects and everything and I just love the idea of standing out as not you know somebody that that isn't like is is talking about the same subject but from a different angle and that's what I want to do more of and and try and be a not a contrary voice because I think I probably agree with a lot of people out there but just maybe giving a slightly different perspective on the same topic and talking about it in a way that maybe a lot of people don't talk about stuff um that's what I want to do more of because I enjoy it as well yeah that's um, definitely a like so it's really good to recognize that that Australia recognize that you have something unique and a different way like saving it's the same content you just recognize that you have a unique voice that resonates with certain people and I think it's definitely good to spot that as a strength and, and, yeah, to build and I it. do worry sometimes like oh who am I to like go out and reinvent the wheel especially given my business name of like oh there's you know there's people who are doing amazing stuff like Kirsten Martin is a really phenomenal Squarespace trainer and she does loads of online courses about Squarespace already and there's loads of other people that do it as well and so I'm like oh well, what's the point of me going out and talking about it if somebody else is already doing it but actually different people learn better depend you know from different people you know that you can have different at school you know you had different subjects and uh, the same subject with different teachers and one teacher just phrasing something slightly differently suddenly makes it click. So actually, her style might not be right for everybody. And I might explain something in a way that resonates more with somebody else. So I have to keep reminding myself of that and not let my fear of like not being as good as Kirsten Martin, like not put me off doing it anyway. Like, and you know, for me, it's like, yeah, I probably could be as good as Kirsten Martin and have as much kind of influence as her if I put in loads of time and effort. But actually, for me, I'm like, I don't mind having less influence and being less well-known, but just having a kind of really good core audience. And like coming back to a concept that I think we've mentioned on the podcast before about the having a thousand true fans. Um, but basically, it's this idea of, uh, you know, you don't need a, a, an audience of like a million people or anything but if you have an audience of a thousand true fans that that really are engaged with you and buy your products when you sell them or your services or whatever, uh, they read all your blog posts, they want to come and hear you speak, like that's enough to make a very good living. And I think I could probably scale that down to a hundred true fans for myself, you know, and, and say like, actually, if I just had that core group of people who were really, you know, to say like, I'm not trying to please everybody. My style isn't for everybody, but for this group of people, my way of talking about things really is what they want and what they really appreciate and just having having that having that as some kind of monetizing that somehow I don't know exactly but um I guess that's kind of one for like looking forward but that's one of the things I want to try and do yeah that's a, a bit a, differently I think it's a re- I think it's a really good re- reflection and I like that because it's, it's a nice strength based uh, reflection as well like you say at this point you don't need to know what what it looks like just recognizing that that is something that's going to work for you I think is great for, for planning for next year um Kate, yeah, Kate, what my, about you, Michelle? Yeah, I was going to say mine was very similar to, to yours. I, I, I've written the words time optimist down. So I, I, I am a time optimist. Um, Brilliant I was, phrase. Yeah, I was, I, was, um, I was coaching a lady who had the similar problem and she was, well, not a problem. For her, it wasn't. She was like, well, you know, if I aim to do 100 things and I only get 75 done, I'm better than off if I'd only aimed for 50, uh, which a more cautious person might do. And, I, and so for her, this was not an issue. I think f- for me, it's not causing me any pain but I'm missing opportunities and um I think I've probably got a more realistic picture now of my time in terms of um I think say Katie having to put time in for product development now that I'm in this position so I think that's something that I need to do um but I and so I and I like what you were saying about the get it done days maybe we should put those in at least quarterly maybe by yeah. every every other month actually Katie we should put those in and stick to them and protect that yeah. time so one of the things and I we said we can open that out to a bigger group of people as well because I'm sure there's the people that can benefit from it too that's true we can make it a bit of an event but I think that would protect that time so I think I'm going to protect that time and put it in the diary as I would client 
delivery but also recognize the impact of my time like when I do a lot of traveling for face-to-face training delivery I think I've got to recognize that I need a day or two in the office otherwise that's just not going to work so things have been a bit crazy this year but I think that's a big one and the other one for me is just ask for help I said to you at the beginning of the year I we Bex and I do a lot of traveling for other people friends of family and you know we've chosen to live far away we we just kind of live with that but this year because of the house move we've said to people look I hope you understand that we might not be able to make as many trips over to you. You may need to come to us. Um, and I don't really like, I don't like putting people out. And I felt really bad inviting people to a 40th birthday party in the middle of nowhere in the peaks. But um, they came and people do support me. And when I ask for help, um, I get it. And people actually quite like it. And it does deepen bonds for people. So I think I need to try and be a little less independent and ask for help or ask for people's forbearance or understanding because obviously I've got lots of people in my life willing to give it. And I think it's really key that I I, I accept that and, and use it as well. So similar similar along the lines of you, uh, Katie, I think. And and just one more I'd add to the, to the learning. These are some of our personal learnings. And uh, I would also add to this... Uh, it's a very sort of businessy term, but talking about a business, sorry, a personal development plan um, for your personal development. I write a book blog, uh, which I used to do monthly. It's more or less monthly at the minute, but that's my own personal growth. And I think it's really important to stick things in for your personal growth. So I mentioned my coaching course, um, which I did, and I'm going to continue to the next level for that. But I've also done a first aid course as well, and develop some some of my specialisms and develop my understanding of, of strength scope, which is a tool I use as well. So I think if you've done any qualifications uh, or you've developed any skills, you should definitely reflect on that too. I have used uh, my coaching course and the coaching practice with people to help me grow on a personal level and to get some individual coaching for myself, which I'm a big believer in. Um, so if you don't have anything like that in your diary for 2020, I would strongly recommend um, you know sign yourself up to a course um uh, or get some coaching or develop you know really invest in a project like Katie's side projects that develop your skill or your passions um they feel like an indulgence but I do think they help the boat go first faster and I do think they earn you more money as well so don't neglect your personal development and if you've done some of that this year remember to capture it somewhere so you can reflect on it properly as well so Katie, that I know this is a long podcast, but it's a whistle-stop tour of the coaching um, uh, kind of workshop that we do for ourselves. But I, I hope in that sharing some of this, we've given people ideas of some of their own successes and disappointments and learnings. And hopefully we've helped people understand some areas in which, remember areas in which they've been successful, but also hope it's helped people review their own year as they've been hearing what we've been sharing and um, is something that they people will do going into next year as well. Definitely. And I think... A lot of people are sort of, yeah, in that kind of taking stock time as well. And also, if you know, if you don't have time to do it in December, January is also a legitimate time to reflect back on last year. February is fine too. Like, you don't have to do a calendar year. If you find you haven't got time for it at the moment, then, you know, schedule time in advance and you can look from March to March if you want to. It doesn't have to be in December. We're just doing it because it felt like the kind of natural time of the year. And we're going to do another episode in January, which is going to be a bit more forward looking in terms of um, planning ahead and um, and setting goals. I don't know exactly what format it's going to take yet, but um, if you're a regular listener, then yeah, keep an eye out for for that one as well. Yeah, we'll go above um, and beyond just simply setting resolutions, won't we, Katie? We'll talk about actually. Yes, we will. Yeah, <laughs> eat less chocolate. Actually, do you know what? I'm, um, I'm, I'm. I, I love chocolate, and so I'm. I'm trying to like find ways to still be able to have chocolate but feel less bad about it so i'm trying to go up the percentages so i'm on the 90 percent chocolate at the moment and it's amazing and now it's quite good because everything else just tastes really like overly sweet to me um so so yeah i must like do they make chocolate that's more than 90 percent? i don't know but if the if it's there i'm gonna try it um just as an aside there that's Love one it. of the, that's one of my successes is i've weaned myself off very sugary chocolate uh, just a little personal one there um but yeah um obviously yeah new year's resolutions um we've we've done episodes in the past talking about 
looking forwards as well um, and celebrating success. Um, so that was episode 21 was celebrating success. So again, if you need any support with that particular element, if that feels uncomfortable to you, then have a listen to, to episode 21. Um, and if you're struggling to make time for these things, we definitely get that. Um, episode 36, we talk all about coping when you're snowed under um not to say that we always manage it and we're always able to practice what we preach but it might give you some ideas as well um so michelle normally at the end of each podcast we kind of take away uh we do like our kind of top tips and takeaways for each episode this has been less of a kind of sharing practical tips episode but have you got anything that you'd like to say you know if, if you just do one thing in terms of um taking stock what would what would you suggest people do I think I, I would definitely just looking back on this, I can see that I've uh, I, I do put time into my personal development and I do reflect on it on a monthly basis, even if it's just to jot down a few notes. And Katie, I'm seeing successes there and things that are really working for me, which can easily get lost in the day to day. So my tip is do do this regularly, even if you just jot a few bullet points down and 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 take stock and then spot the things that are working and then keep doing them because that's the big thing for me i've had some real wins this year and i just i, I want to keep those going fab um what about you yeah i think you, well yeah you definitely inspired me to try and keep a log of everything a bit more and so that i'm not just kind of scrabbling around in my mind to try and figure out what i did in february um for me it's um work with other people and uh, that that to me is so much more helpful if I'm sitting on my own kind of racking my brains about what I've done well and what I'm good at I, I struggle but having someone to bounce the ideas off makes a massive difference it doesn't even have to be another freelancer it probably is easier if it's another freelancer because then you can kind of help each other to do it but you know even a friend or family member you know if someone's in employment you can ask them what's gone well for them and and like like me, me, me and michelle have both said it's not just about the professional successes you know the personal stuff feeds into the business stuff as well um so i think find somebody that you can do this activity with either as an annual thing or every month you know even if it's just a little whatsapp to say like okay let's check in and see what's gone well this month with each other um set up set us something with somebody who also has similar goals and have a way to check in i'm sure there are facebook groups that help with this as well but you don't necessarily have to do anything so formal um but yeah for me it would be like leverage your network like michelle said just totally stealing michelle's wording there but i really like the idea of leveraging rather than growing yeah. and kind of deepening the connections i really really liked that so i'm gonna try and do that next year as well great stuff um yeah so obviously as usual we'd love to hear from you what's tell tell us your successes and what have been your your highlights of the year you know feel free to share your disappointments and what you've learned from them as well um you know we're on twitter at 99 problems cast so the number 99 problems then casters and podcast um if you want to reach out to us and you know get in touch with me or michelle our twitter handles are um at the wheel exists and i at dive d-e-v-p dev um let us know how you're getting on um, but obviously we'll um, have a little have a little break over Christmas and then we'll be back renewed in January to start again. So we hope you have a lovely break if you are taking one or if you're working over the holidays, then that's cool too. Um, remember to subscribe, please. Thank you, please, to us wherever you listen to your podcasts because then that helps us to know that people are actually listening and we're not just talking into a void. Um, and obviously, as usual, we will see you next time for another episode of 99 Problems, But a Boss Ain't One. <laughs>